Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Edu slash podcast. Hello, everyone. Jay here from whiskeyraiders.com. We have a hell of a night for you here. John and I are catching up on, I, I would call it our homework for the month. This is kind of closing out the year of tasting. So thank you for joining us here for the Whiskey Raiders podcast. This is episode four i want to say so we're we're cruising along it's good to have you guys with us thanks for sharing with a friend how you doing john and we're zooming i am doing well very excited to get into the last bit of our homework here for the year well it might not be the last of it but it's damn near the last i'm excited about what we got going on i'm gonna taste through some really good stuff i'm gonna sneak a couple of couple of noses here maybe maybe even a sip probably a sip definitely gonna have a little bit of this while you're talking but (laughs) um yeah I'm just ready to get ripping, man. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, so guys, if you joined us last week, you know that we were just on the tails of Thanksgiving. John and I drank nothing for that episode, which is very unlike us. It felt weird. We, yeah, it, it felt weird. I, I was drinking ice water, ice water in the studio. Um, but we are making up for that here tonight. As you guys know, John and I both rate whiskey. I am the critic for whiskeyraters.com and John runs the bourbonfinder.com and everything related to that, which means it is our job to drink whiskey and write about it. So it's weird that we go a night without talking about whiskey. Well, whiskey that's in our glass anyways, but we're making up for it tonight. We're at the end of the year. We have kind of the dregs of our to-do list before we crown the best whiskey of the year. And tonight is heavyweights. This is nothing but a heavyweight session. Yeah, this is cool. I mean, we're talking all limited editions, all actually brand new released uh, limited editions too. So this is going to be stuff that may or may not have been reviewed in a lot of spots yet, which it's always kind of fun to get the first one out and to be the first guys to talk about it, because that way, if we like it or don't like it, everybody else has to come back and either agree with us or disagree with us. So we either get to look like heroes or idiots. And I think that's fun. <laughs> I, uh, I think I just found the episode title for this one, heroes or idiots, but nice. you, you know, that that comes with the turf. It's kind of fun 
it's a little bit weird because you're pathfinding, right? Like you don't know what other people think of the whiskey. It's kind of a scary spot, but uh, we've been in the spot many times before. We're happy to throw down our opinions and kind of like we did with seagrass last year. You know, we were some of the earliest coverage that I can think about. And we're like, this is going to be whiskey of the year. And everyone and their mother took that hook, line and sinker. So yeah. I'm, I'm ready to do it again. It might swing the other way, but either way, we have three hard to find. Uh, two of these are particularly expensive. So, uh, you know, you guys know whether to chase them, hunt them, pay for them, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm ready to get drinking. Uh, yeah, I've been drinking, actually. So let's go ahead and start talking before uh, the glass dries out here. I'm starting out with the uh, Whistlepig 18-year. Oh, yeah. This is the double malted rye. What's interesting with this release is they're actually doing chapters, which I didn't realize. They released chapters one and two without like really making a hubbub about it. But then this time they're like, oh, it's the fourth chapter, which kind of implies there'll be more. But this is an 18-year-old rye. Um, it's from Canada, so we know that it's coming from those Alberta stocks. It's 79% rye in the mash bill, 15% malted rye, and 60, uh, sorry, 6% malted barley and then Correct. they went and took that and finished it in px sherry cast so pedro jimenez um kind of interesting yeah very interesting really because the finished stuff that we see from Whistlepig is typically not straight into sherry whether it's like one of their bespoke blends or their 12 year where they're using multiple different wine casks and then blending that or if it's their estate oak finish like a 15 year or the boss hog which is usually absolutely batshit crazy like we spoke about earlier so <laughs> for it to be just a straight up uh, sherry finish is really interesting, uh, as well as it being a double malt. So by that, when they say double malt, they're meaning that this has malted rye and malted barley in it, uh, which is kind of like a, an interesting term. You usually hear about single malts, uh, not a whole lot of press about double malts, which is I'm sure why Whistlepig did it because they're a little bit wild. They do some crazy stuff and they like to do things that most people don't. So I think without further ado, uh, let's get a couple notes on the nose and dig into some of the more particulars about this 18-year release. Definitely. This should be between three dollars and $400 based on your market. I forget the exact MSRP. The first release of this, which wasn't finished at all, I, I noticed is a very perfumey rye. Like It's very bright, very citrusy, herbal. And so I think it should take those nice sherry notes. And I am kind of getting that on the nose here. Like it is herbal, perfumey. Again, there's like lots of lavender and orange peel and kind of essence, but the sherry comes through, you know, a little bit more mild than I would have expected it to. And I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. It's there. It pops. It's got a good brightness to it, which that Canadian ride that they use is just usually so good. It brings a lot of different layers to it, whether it's spice, a little bit of like a rock candy kind of sweet vibe to it. But with the sherry mixing and you get that like touch of fruit, that extra oomph from the wine and, and i think that's pretty cool it's so far on the nose it's, it does there's like zero ethanol on this like i mean this is proof much lower than a lot of their other stuff this is coming in at 92 proof which for a whistle pig product is kind of low except for the i think the piggyback line is always right around 100 right or is piggyback 90 i'm gonna get my oh, wires man. crossed here i know that all of their beyond bonded is like the 100.1 proof but I think piggyback is 100 as well. I probably should have checked yeah, that out. They really like to stick around that 50% ABV range. I do, you know, I did not mind that this was 46% ABV in the original batches. It's non-show filtered. You know, I, I think I'm less of a proof head than I used to be. Like, I, it still has really nice viscosity, which is really important to me more than the proof. Like, sure. 
where I notice I prefer higher proof things is because they have a better, you know, they taste better, they taste richer, more oily, they're just kind of more satisfying. And this definitely has that richness on the palate. I do get quite a bit more of the wine and it actually drinks, there is a pang of ethanol. So, it, you know, it feels a tiny bit hot, but nothing unreasonable. But it's really balanced on the palate compared to the nose that was like spicy, herbal. Oh, and then a little bit of sweet and wine. You know, the palate seems really balanced. I'm, I'm really enjoying this one. Yeah, this is really cool. Uh, I think this firmly places itself in the enthusiast gifting category, meaning like this is more along the lines of what you might see. Like, it, it, like the presentation of this is very much, I also think, tailored to like the executive gift. Like this is on the bar cart in the executive office or in the study of your home. This is the bottle that I think a lot of these releases are something that you feel like Probably it's going into the collection of a whiskey buyer who has three or 400 bottles of whiskey. And this is one that they just had to have with it. The Whistlepig 18, I think, is that one that this might be for somebody who has a dozen bottles of whiskey. You know, somebody who's got some high-end scotch and a few other bottles of bourbon. But this is that nice gift that really kind of stood out. It's got great presentation. The, you know, the bespoke stopper that's on this is really good like they have a hand pressed topper that comes with the packaging for the whistlepig 18 and every time they roll out a new one these are handmade in vermont so it's like and just another one of these sort of uh like small town vibe you get from whistlepig but like still with beautiful presentation so i feel like the proof point also kind of caters to the this is an enthusiastic buyer but maybe not somebody who's sipping barrel proof whiskey a few times a week like we might right there with you. And I am glad that you called out the topper because I was going to point that out. And I was really surprised. So I own the first batch. I let two and three go by me just because they didn't appear in my market. Same. And I expected that this would have the same stopper as batch one. And lo and behold, it definitely does not. This is, we'll see if we get a, this is a completely different stopper than the first batch. It's a round one, which is kind of cool. I also appreciate they added actual o-rings because right. the first round didn't have that and i actually reached out to them and was like is this decorative only because it doesn't actually make a seal and for 400 dollars, like your stopper you would should... like it to seal the bottle right yeah so you know to me people are always going to ask you know is that a 400 hundred dollar whiskey and i'm going to say no it's not 400 dollar whiskey but you're paying for a lot more and you're getting a lot more and that's really important for people who are looking to give a nice gift that isn't just the best whiskey in the world in this janky ass bottle or this old, like, you know, very nondescript. Like this is very much meant to be a whole experience. And while, you know, we don't rate with pricing in mind, so that kind of makes it easy. This is a whole package. Comes in a fancy box, nice topper, whiskey's good. Um, I'd call this business class whiskey all day long, and there's nothing wrong with that. Oh yeah. I just wanted to hold the bottle up there so we could get a little view of it. But yeah, I mean, it's got a nice uh, little gold placard on the front of it. The topper, like you mentioned. All in all, I think it's a really good presentation. And like you said, is the whiskey itself a three or $400 whiskey? No, the presentation does make up for it. And in the regards of it making a great gift or it being a good conversation piece, this is definitely, I think, checking the boxes that they were going for with this. And over and like and it tastes great too. I really kind of dig it. It's uh it's got a good jamminess to it, a good like a almost like a a sweet tea vibe, but without being too sweet. 
Um, I, I get some of those T notes in there that I like. I get everything from that Canadian rye that I dig to the extra age in there brings in some really good oak, like almost like a little kiss of like a, a slight herbalness to it. It's just overall, I think it's balanced in a really cool way and it's finished well. So that's just overall kind of fun. Yeah, my final thoughts. I don't hate that this is 46%. I think it does a really nice job. It brings a lot of flavor, a lot of complexity. I do really like wine finished rye because rye has that big body and punch that can kind of cut through that sweetness. So overall, really balanced, really complex, despite the fact that, you know, it's 46% ABV. And I really don't wish that it was higher. I'm enjoying this. You can have a second pour if you want it. You can share it. People, you know, this might convert some folks to whiskey. Overall, uh, you know, if you can stomach the cost, I, I think it's worth a pickup. But, uh, you know, on the same token, just like my first one, it's still half full. Like, I'm not going to just kind of pour this whenever because it is special. I think this is a definitely an occasion whiskey for sure. 100%. This is a very good special occasion whiskey. This is the retirement gift. This is the wedding day bottle to bust out, not at the wedding where everybody's going to want to drink it. Uh, but it is definitely a very cool bottle makes for a killer gift. This is something that if you were to gift this to somebody who knows that they like whiskey and you want to get them something they've never had, if you see this for 300 bucks, it's a killer gift for that price, I think. Yeah, it makes an impression. It makes an impression in more ways than one, and that's exactly where I'm going to leave it. I like it. It's good. It leaves an impression, and if you're trying to leave one, it's the way to go. Done. All right. Well, as we roll forward, you know, the new year is almost here. It's not quite here, but we're getting close enough to be flirting with 2023. And I think that's the perfect time to kind of uncork our next bottle here, which is Barrel Bourbon's Cast Strength 2023 release. So these are always kind of fun, interesting. They send them out before the end of the year, presumably, uh, so you can celebrate the you know arrival of the following year. It always throws me off to write 2023 while I'm writing reviews in 2022, but this guy, I'm going to need to take a breath in because it's distilled in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different states. Like this is a blend if I have ever seen one. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yeah, and like it says right on the back, new year, new traditions. They continually break down the walls in the whiskey world over at Barrelcraft Spirits. But with this new year in particular, it's usually, I think, the first year, I don't know if it was the first year they did it in 2019. It was definitely the first bottle I tried mm -hmm. and it was insane. I was like, wait, there's like five different states of distillation in here. What's going on right. with this? Like, is it going to be good? And like, am, am I scared of some of the things that are in here? It's a little <laughs> bit tricky to say like this, like that's so many ingredients, right? Like you look at a normal blended whiskey or something. It's like, yeah, you might take stuff from this warehouse or that warehouse, but they're just like, nah, that shit's weak. We're going to take stuff from eight different states. I think this is going to be, this is going to be something. I'll admit 
in other barrel releases where like, oh man, it comes from everywhere and it comes from three states or we'll be like, oh, you know, the age statements are all over the place and it comes from five different ages. Eight states just kind of has me like scaroused. Like I, this is going to be something. Did you say scaroused? Yeah. Have you ever heard that term? I You're feel like, like I haven't and I want to have a real quick sidebar <laughs> about that. Is this scared and aroused together? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm, I'm a little bit afraid, but I'm a little bit into it because this... You know, at this point, you and I have tried enough whiskey. In most cases, in my head, I'm like, I think I know what that's going to taste like. You know, I still am going to taste it. I want to get those notes. But if you tell me details about a scotch distillery in the cask, I'm like, hey, I, I kind of know what flavor realm this is going to land in. Okay. But eight states in barrel proof. Scarouse. This is truly Pandora's box for me. And therefore, Scarouse. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, this is my first pour, too. So this is completely. Same. I just broke the seal on this. I'm, oh, man. Uh, I don't know if. Jeez. Uh, I need a thesaurus here for scarouse. Like, what are some synonyms here? Uh, anyway, <laughs> as I start digging into this, something that jumps out to me at first, which should be no surprise, is the Tennessee. I pick up that Tennessee liquid right off the bat, but not like in an overpowering way and not like in a way that turns me away, where this is something that, uh, you know, we've had Will from Barrel on a number of times now. And typically... We will get to the point of the show where we're tasting something and I'll kind of like lean away from the stuff with Tennessee. Then afterwards, when we're off air, I kind of, you know, I'll poke him a little bit like, you know, if you guys could just blend this in a way that it hides most of the Tennessee, I'm going to love it. And this actually, I feel like kind of does that where it pops out and I notice it on the nose, but then it kind of melts right back in there. And there's a, there's a, like a, a milk chocolate kind of vibe that I'm picking up that is kind of cool, uh, light nuttiness to it mixing in with some of that minerality Man, geez, yeah really almost, interesting almost like a i want to say like a mild menthol kick to it there's like a lot going on in here which i mean who would have guessed with eight fucking <laughs> states of distillation right <laughs> to me you know around christmas time there's those chocolate oranges yes that, you know this has a lot of that it has some of that like chalky minerality it also has like a really just creamy kind of praline note and kind of like graham cracker cake batter waffle about it. Like it's sweet, but it's not super desserty and it's mm -hmm. chocolatey, but it's not like a fudge overload. This is really fascinating. And, and like I can pick out the Tennessee, but right as I do, it's gone and it becomes something else. And that's really intriguing to me. Yeah, no, you're totally right. There is a really cool chocolatey vibe here. Um, the orange and the fruit kind of, I think I dodged it on the palate, which is a little bit of a bummer because it works nicely on the nose. But I think that I do pick up this cool, like almost like a creamy coffee ice cream kind of vibe, uh, mm. a mild nuttiness in the background. Overall, this is cool. It is really different. And I like that. It's not like, and for those of you who like can't see our faces because you're listening in the car, it's not like, you know, every now and then I watch a video review and the person's like, oh, like, oh, it's, it's so interesting, you know, and you're like. No, this you is can not just say that. you hate it. Yeah, this right. is not that. This is there's so much going on that it's actually a little bit of work to pick it out. But overall, yeah, chocolate orange and like an espresso finish, which to me is weird on yeah. a bourbon, but I love it. I yeah, love it. it's uh, man, it's very well integrated too. Like there's a lot of stuff in there, and I got some on my hand. I was trying to see if it smelled different on my hand. Um, it, it's just. <laughs> It's kind of tasty. It's what's the proof on this? One thirteen point five four. 
Yeah. It drinks way under that. I was thinking this it was around 100. On par with that whistle pig, not going to lie. This is yeah, drinking way under that 56%. Right. It drinks very underproof. Um, wow. I, I think that I'm just, I'm really captivated by the chocolatey vibes in this thing. And I'm, I'm kind of good with that, really. I don't think the past editions of the new year had that going on. Like some of them were, I would say like, not that far off from a, a barrel bourbon batch, which is fine. Like the batches mm -hmm. are good. And that, like, if that's where you're landing, you've done something right. But I would say oh, man, overall man. that this is like, this stands out from at least the very recent barrel batches to me, where I've felt like those have brought in more layers of fruit than normal. And this is, I get a little bit of this like chocolate, coffee, ice cream kind of vibe. Uh, I think you said cake batter and i really was hoping you were going to say cake butter because i think that was a thing in an episode uh, a few months that's a back. throwback <laughs> but uh yeah overall this is this is pretty cool i, I dig that praline you know, and it kind of holds it up on the back end too yeah it it really keeps the whole profile together and it's not like this is a weird whiskey through and through but with that many states i'm always kind of worried like you know it's just a lot of components i'm worried things will get disjointed and weird but this flows really nicely from the nose all the way to the finish, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm ready for another sip. Like, really elegant drinking experience. Like, this is easy drinking at 56% ABV, uh, which isn't that isn't all that common. Like, normally, you know you're drinking darn near 60% whiskey. Yeah, for sure. You're like, yeah, I'm fine with this. Like, bring it on. But this is, this is kind of on that dangerous line where I could just drink this for a while. This would be super fun in a blind because it is not leaning in any one direction very hard. It's very well integrated very balanced very kind of cool like i'm catching a little bit more fruit now on the finish as i mm -hmm. kind of swirl this more and take a few more sips here but overall i think this is this might be my favorite of the new year so far this is really cool yeah this is easily my favorite of the new years normally they fall in that like yeah this is good i enjoy it and then you know the next year comes and i don't drink it for a while and this I'm looking forward to having this a lot of different ways. And I think this is going to make like a really interesting Manhattan. Ooh. Uh, just because it's, it's so savory. Like that's going to go yeah. so nice with the vermouth. But, you know, for, this is my first pour. I'll give it a couple more. Start tinkering. And, you know, you and I finally giving ourselves a little time before the actual New Year's means I have a couple weeks to like tinker before it's like, oh, yeah, New Year. Ha, 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 you know, and get right. ready to go. Well, you know what I'm going to recommend with this. So. I won't tell you to make a a black walnut old fashioned, but <laughs> I, I think mean, it's the only thing it might work. It doesn't have, yeah, man. Black. I fin. I poured three quarters of an ounce of that, and I just finished the whole thing as we were talking about it because it's just fun to sip. That and is I feel like for you. every time you go back in, you get just a little bit more something a little bit right. different, and that's really fun. It is fun because it's not like oh, I liked it on that first sip, and now it's totally different. I don't like it anymore. I'm right? Like, Ooh, it has the stuff I like, and then also like. Ooh, there's a little blackberry. Ooh, you know, it's getting a little more savory. This is fun. Like this, I think, is going to open up really beautifully. Like we might just have to come back to this in January. Yeah. Okay. See you, how it goes. You'll have to twist my arm. <laughs> we'll see if you have any left by then. Yeah, really. At this rate, it, as long as I don't remember to take it out and uh, put it into any blind tastings, we should be fine. Okay. Yeah, that works for me. But yeah, so happy new year from Barrel a couple happy weeks early. fucking new year from Barrel, guys. That's not on the bottle, but I feel like if they were to ask me what it should be on there, that would be it, just so you know. 
I think it might actually be on there. It's just like blacklight hidden because the TTB would see it. And I yep. feel like if we put this under blacklight, there is probably, you know, these guys with Easter eggs, everything has an Easter egg. That's true. That's true. Each patch is unique. Definitely. Well, oh man, this is actually a perfect segue. This wasn't supposed to go like this. Like this is not a barrel palooza. This is most importantly not sponsored by barrel, but barrel, if you're listening, go ahead and give us a call. We're moving onwards and upwards. So I, I should probably say the barrel New Year is like eighty bucks, eighty nine dollars. I've actually no idea what the SRP is, I, but no, I think it's eighty four ninety nine. Okay, it, but yeah, most there. most of the batches are around eighty bucks, ninety bucks. Yeah, so it's totally accessible. Um, the next one, however, is completely different. So if you had problems with the three hundred dollar whiskey we started with, um, you might just want to like. You know, I would tell you to pause and like go take a breather, but we don't get credit if you don't listen through to the end. So you're going to want to stick with us. But this is the $500 uh, gold label dovetail. And more importantly, dear listener, you don't get credit if you don't listen all the way through either. So let's just join hands, have a little bit of delicious whiskey, and enjoy <laughs> some $500 barrel dovetail gold label. Yeah, so... For, for those of you drinking at home, Dovetail, if that sounds familiar, is part of Barrel's evergreen lineup. And that means that it's always going to be around. It is an American whiskey. No, actually, it's just a whiskey since it has American and Canadian components and it's finished in rum, uh, port, I believe it is, and then Dunn Cabernet Barrels. And that's been around for a while. We love it. We've called it dessert whiskey. We've called it Christmas whiskey. We've drank it left and right, up and down. And a little while ago, they released a gray label version, which is like a 200-ish dollar version. It's older, it's bolder, it's supposedly it's better. And then while John and I were looking the other direction and working on other stuff, they just went ahead and dropped the gold label dovetail, which is supposed to be the oldest, the rarest, the best, the creme de la creme, the cream rises to the top. And it's priced appropriately at $500, but it is also hazmat whiskey. That's true. That is a... Uh... I think that point alone, and this I'm sure was no mistake, but that point alone is going to stand out to a ton of enthusiasts. This is going to really, like where the Whistlepig 18 year is more of the, this is a beautiful gift in great packaging and would really stand out to somebody who likes whiskey, but maybe doesn't have a massive collection. This whiskey, the uh, Barrelgrass Spirits Dovetail Gold Label, is very much in your face. Hey, enthusiast, look over here. This is 140 proof. Wake the hell up and buy me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I say hazmat, I'm not lying. Like, you can't put this on an airplane. Yeah, this like, is FedEx... actually a hazmat material. Yeah, so, like, these have to go by, like, FedEx ground. Um, you know, so when you hear whiskey enthusiasts be like, oh, it's a hazmat release, like that has actual meaning. So this is north of 70% ABV. If you try and take this on an airplane, the TSA will take it away. I can't blame them. They'll go and drink it on their lunch break. Good for them. But, um, you know, this is kind of everything that people ask for. They want high proof. They want high age statements. Unfortunately, that comes with a high price tag. But I am ready to dive in. This is a blend of Indiana, Tennessee, and Canadian components. It is not a bourbon. It is just a whiskey since it's a blend of, right. you know, product from different countries. But with that said, is 500 bucks worth any whiskey? I'm, I'm ready to dive in. Okay. You start diving in. I'm going to start sharing some ideas about Dovetail in general. So the initial batch of Dovetail was something that I think was not necessarily a happy accident. 
but it was something that they had a little bit of a hard time recreating and they eventually came to the point where they were able to sustainably release this thing in its you know purest and best form and it's just such an exciting whiskey this is something that i recommend to people who are like hey i have tried this and i have tried that there's a lot of stuff out there that i'm unsure like what's the next thing that i need to get into and i'll usually throw out there like especially this time of year like hey have you tried barrels dovetail because it's you've never had anything like it it's a really fun whiskey to me it's very much like a christmas in a glass there's like these white chocolatey rum cake kind of vibes with like a little bit of fruit dashed in there like there's like a sort of a like bear claw sort of glazed pastry thing going on like it's just a lot of really cool i think christmasy vibes in it for me anyhow and so i like to recommend this to people who are kind of looking for the next thing to get into and the gray expression was very cool it took some of those things up to 11 but it also really elevated the the age especially brought a lot more oak into it which you don't find so much in the earlier bat or well any of the standard dovetail batches so i think that's cool i'm really excited to see where this goes with the i mean we know that the canadian stuff that they're using in here is high aged and screaming high proof which is obviously how they hit the 140.18 proof on this i am needless to say very intrigued this is oh man Okay, so we talked about the new year previously drinking underproof. This, okay. this to me, uh, you know that this is 140 proof. I don't think that's a knock. I feel like if you see 70% ABV on a bottle, there's no way you're going to be like, oh, maybe it's going to be a smooth zipper, you know, just something to knock back. But uh, it's not punishing either. Like, I still have my taste buds. I can yeah. still see. Like, I, I haven't had to, like, move the air around in here. Um. It is so buttery. We're going to have to pull out the butter counter again. Like, this is just pure pound cake, brown butter, just buttery caramel toffee in a way that the normal dovetail isn't. I actually think I get more oak on the regular and the gray label dovetail and a little more balance. This just really brings up that Canadian component a lot in like a buttery, sweet way to me. Like, oh, this is. Boy, I'm glad you said that. Pile of pancakes, but the pancakes are like also kind of on fire. But yeah in an okay way yeah okay all right fire pancakes that's a new one for us by the way uh buttery is not and i am so glad you said it like it is 100 percent like sweet creamy brown buttery in your face there is a good layer of oak to it i think but there's so much sweetness there and a, obviously plenty of proof to go with it that you get so much stuff happening in a really short amount of time not that like i'm not trying to say that it's a short finish or anything what I'm trying to say is that like you just kind of get bombarded by what's going on with this. It and it's an assault, but like in a good way. Oh yeah, yes. It is an enjoyable assault on your palate. Yeah, like this this does not come in like a I'm trying to think what the expression is. It's not like a spring lily, like it doesn't just kind of happen. It it's like, you know, hey, Jay. hey, we're here. Get on the train, let's go. <laughs> like, Jay, would you say that it came in like a wrecking ball? Yeah, this whiskey is a wrecking ball. Okay. It's plated in gold, um, and it's going to knock you over, but you're going to enjoy it. A gold-plated wrecking ball. Barrel dovetail gold label. We should just start writing their marketing copy at this point. They would probably lose a shitload of business, but <laughs> it would be entertaining. And I, I'm down. I mean, 
uh, like I mentioned earlier, we've had Will Schregis on the show before. Will, if you want us to start doing some of the ad copy or anything for the website, just let me know. I'm happy to help out with that. I can see that boardroom meeting being like fun is up 60 percent, but profits are down 31 and everyone being like i don't know if this was a good choice like we gotta let these guys go everybody's like kind of looking down like maybe like rubbing their foreheads a little bit nervous and i'm in the corner like fist bumping like see that fun 60 percent up don't worry next quarter it's going up another nine percent nice 60 percent of the time it works every time but overall really enjoy this um it is hot it is full of flavor I don't think you can extrapolate a previous experience with Dovetail and be like, oh, yeah, the the regular was like this. This is going to be that but stronger. This is totally different to me. It's it different is. in a good way, but it's super different. And so if you have any opportunity at all, try this first. I don't say this all the time. And and honestly, half the time we're like, no, 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 just go buy this. It's great. You should absolutely go track this down. Try it. And if you have the same like, oh, man, I love it and it hurts, but in a good way, then it's the product for you. Yeah, it's really cool. It is absolutely hot. Like this is something that as you're sipping and dissecting is fun to do. Not something you're going to do with two or three ounces or not something I would recommend you do with two or three ounces. I think it's tasty whiskey. It is good. It, I feel like, is so disjointed from the actual dovetail experience that I feel a little bit let down by that. Like if this had its own new name, and oh, in, yeah. instead of dovetail, this was something else. And it was a new gold label expression. I'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like we haven't had anything like this before. It's rich, opulent, has a good mouthfeel. It's buttery, a ton of proof on this. The nose is just super fun. And there's layers of fruit in there mixed in with some of the really nice oaky vibes. And like, like you said earlier, like the brown butter, like the waffle cone, there's a lot of cool things in this. Almost reminds me of some of the really great uh, like American whiskeys or light whiskeys we've had. Yeah. But it doesn't have that white chocolatey, like Christmassy kind of vibe that I've come to love in Dovetail. Like I've got the, I might have mentioned this before. I've got the 17th bottle of Dovetail. Oh yeah, that's right. And they're like, that, that's like your thing. It is. It's my thing. Like, And I'm like so scared to drink it. <laughs> I, I've had like maybe like three ounces out of this bottle because, you know, they label these things and in the first batch had a little tiny number one on it. So, you know, there's the first batch and they always have like the bottle number on there. So I've got the 17th bottle from the first batch of Dovetail and I will like consistently go back to like when I get a new bottle of Dovetail, I'll have a sip of it and then I'll go back and pour like a tenth of an ounce of the first one and just like compare the two and be like, ah, it's cool to see like the evolution, but also it's just like the DNA of Dovetail is so strong and so good. It's just, to me, this doesn't have that same DNA. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, the way it, it strikes for me, and I have to say, I think it's funny. I've never known someone so excited to be 17th before. I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> Tell me about 17 it. is me, brother. You know, but for me, yeah, you could, you, you could quite literally call this Barrelcraft Spirits Wrecking Ball scratch the dovetail off and i'd be yeah. like yeah totally different product great and i have to say i get what they're doing and i like what they're doing and it makes a lot of sense in a lot of different ways but when i had gray label dovetail i wasn't like oh sweet we definitely need the next level up i was like this is great this is different my itches have been scratched appropriately they could have just stopped there 
And I don't think I, I would go through life being like, God, I wish there was a gold label dovetail. Like, I'm glad it's here. But they could have also just completely spun this into a different product because it is very different. And I would have never known the difference. And I would have been totally fine with it. Yeah, I don't think I would have taken a sip of this and been like, Jay, you know what this reminds me of is dovetail. I feel right. like it's so different that I would never have caught it, um, which like I feel like makes me a little bit sad. But like in a way that's kind of stupid because it doesn't really matter. Like, is it still a good product? Yes. Does it still taste good? Yes. Does it do everything you would want for a premium? Yes. Like it has all of the stuff checked off. Yep. Is it spendy? You bet your ass it is. I feel like the way that the whiskey world is going, we are maybe a year at most away from like seeing a barrel platinum come out. It's going to be a thousand bucks and it's going to somehow be a totally crazy thing. I, I'm just making this up, by the way. This is not like anything. We that have I, no insight into this. I have whatsoever. no information <laughs> on this, but I feel like the way that the whiskey world is trending and how barrel has grown from having their great evergreen products in their batches to the gray labels, to the gold labels. I feel like, what the hell? Like, let's get a platinum coated wrecking ball. Uh, if they want to use wrecking ball for the name of it, I, I'm totally cool with that. Uh, no royalties needed or anything. I just, I'll be happy to refer people back to yeah, this first review. First one's on us, guys. Yeah, it's fine. But anyway, a cool product. Sad about the, what I feel like is the missing link of that, like, really cool rum finish. I'm missing some of it in here. Yeah. Yeah, and like, this is good whiskey, but what I, and what I did like is that seagrass, you had the original seagrass, and I'll end on this note, you had the original seagrass, vibrant DNA, you had the gray label, which for me was perfect, really had that same DNA with some different elements, like, I felt like the seagrass nature was turned up, the oak was turned down a little bit, and it was super powerful, but still ultimately had that seagrass DNA, and then you have the gold label seagrass, which is the oak turned up and have that seagrass DNA. This one, I feel like we're losing that key dovetail DNA. It's still great whiskey, but if you drink dovetail on the regular and are like, yeah, I want dovetail turned up to 11, this might actually not be for you. This is, to me, it has the dovetail name, but it's a different whiskey. It's a great whiskey, but try it first because it may not be what your expectation is. And I gotta be honest, every if you're gonna spend 500 bucks on a bottle of whiskey, you are expecting something. I don't know what it is, but make sure that that lines up for you because it, you know, it could go either way. Amen. Wrecking ball out. I think that's where we cut it. <laughs> Wrecking ball out. Mic drop. I would, I'm not going to drop the glass, but you know what I mean? I was thinking yeah. about it. You've definitely done it before, just in different ways. But True. I, I think it's, it's a good note. Wrecking ball out. John and I came in like a kitten. We're going out like a wrecking ball. Um, tonight's been a heavy hitter night. We've got a couple last limited editions in the chamber. You'll see them probably next week. And then we go right into the end of the year. So thank you guys for joining us. This has been episode four of the Whiskey Raiders podcast here with John and Jay. A really great time. I've, I've really been enjoying this. If you are looking for more from John, you can find him over at thebourbonfinder.com. If you're looking for more from me, you can find me at whiskeyraiders.com. Obviously, we will have reviews of all of these up by the time it this episode is airing i hope we'll see i might get behind wrecking ball might come and take me out but for everything thank you guys for joining us and we will see you in the next episode cheers guys cheers <laughs>